with that, the other side of the of the sheet, of the other side of the mask, of those mm. three points, are yeah. when you are an, a positive guy, you are the funny guy, you are the enthusiastic guy that are looking always for the ludic part of the life. You miss the other part of the life. It is the health of the life. It is to avoid the pain. I always want to avoid the pain as quickly as possible. But get what? Get what? You have the half of your life trying to get away, run away, just disappear that, blocking your eyes. So that is a negative side of that. Wow. And when you try to work on that, you are not saying, no, I'm not going to run away. I'm going to stay in my body. I'm going to be with that person I don't want to be or make that work I don't want to make. But mm. I'm going to grow consciously. Because when you, are, you don't do it with your conscious, you make it because you are forcing yourself. Yeah. It is so contrary. Taking off the mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's guest is Samuel Trejo Aburto. Now, listen, uh, for those who know that I, I've spent a lot of time in Mexico, uh, he's in Puebla, Mexico. Um, and Samuel is, man, I, I, I'll tell you, there's so many things that I wanted to talk about what he, what our conversation went to, because it went to several things. But one of the things that I was really inspired by is this concept of internal engineering internal engineering now i studied civil engineering and no one cared about anything that was internal to me <laughs> if it wasn't inside the concrete or inside the steel or it wasn't inside the the underwater uh, underground geographic geological stuff it didn't matter but internal engineering is how do we apply a practice to a healthier lifestyle how do we engineer for our well-being now, Samuel has been working for years in Mexico to help bring awareness to people who ride bikes. Like maybe if you live here in the U.S., you've probably seen certain big cities, they their bike lanes dedicated. But in other countries, that's not that hasn't been, or for, for different countries, that's not a thing. But he's been working for years to help improve people who want to ride bikes as a way of transportation. And he's making progress. And so this idea of what he's been doing, definitely as during the pandemic, he even started his own institute. And the institute is a full name. I want to say it because it actually it gives me more practice when it is the Institute for Harmony and Regeneration of the Being of Ourselves. And so I'm learning a lot from him. And in this conversation, you're going to hear him talk about the Enneagram. Like that is also if you've not done an Enneagram, like understanding of yourself, it's really beautiful how he he created his mask connected to the Enneagram, um, how he described how he shows up in the world in those ways. Really a beautiful experience. I hope you enjoy. If you're listening to this, you can go to our website um, to Brand Speaks and see this episode, the links, and um, we'll have a picture of the image there. But I'm excited that you get a chance to not only hear this conversation, but maybe you've been thinking about how do you apply some internal engineering to yourself where are the parts of yourself that you want to be made better that you want to improve that you want to be more efficient and i hope that today's conversation will inspire you in that as well 
You know, if you haven't made a mask yet, you know, we're talking about the front and the back of our mask. We share them publicly. And if you haven't yet made a mask, you can do that at millionmask.org. The front of the mask, the things that we gladly let the world see, the back of the mask, the things that we don't let people see. And here's what I know about today. Um, uh, today, we find ourselves in the week of the massacre, the tragedy in Uvalde. And I am, uh, I've been trying to like just be at work. We have a big community event this weekend, the 24-hour relay challenge. Um, we are, it's a 5K challenge. We have a lot going on. Um, we've been trying to recruit and find people. And I'm trying to not feel, <laughs> I'm really trying to like focus on like getting this event done. Like how do I maintain? But guess what? I've, I've been stuffing so much of it. I stuffed it the last time in Buffalo. I stuffed it the time before that. I've been stuffing it. I've not been really giving myself time to deal with it. And this one I'm feeling a lot. I'm feeling a lot. Anytime I just start thinking about those elementary children, I have a, a nephew, seven. And I'm not a parent directly like that, but I love my nephew. He loves school. I mean, he has some challenges there, but he loves school. He's, he's brilliant. He's smart. And how my heart would break if something happened to him. And here's what I know about these masks. The young men who are perpetrating these behaviors, we're seeing it already. We're seeing what is happening behind the scenes. We're, when they share their mask with us, we see the anger and sadness and fear and worry and doubt and all the things they don't talk about. And it bottles up. It bottles up. It bottles up, and guess what? It has the potential of exploding in unhealthy ways. Hurt people, sometimes, a lot of times, hurt people. And healed people find a way to also help heal people. Listen, um, more than ever, we are pushing this movement of the million mask movement, the, the funds we're trying to raise this weekend is around mental wellness, around helping young people. And guess what? When we ask young people about their masks, they share them. Now, if I'm in a room of 500 kids, like I was earlier this week, maybe there's a couple of them who turned in their masks blank, but a large percentage of the students in that room wrote something on the front and the back of that mask. And even if they left it blank, guess what? They were thinking of something. They were thinking of something, but their friends were looking over their shoulder. And so they were like, I don't want them to see it. And so they may have hidden it away or not wrote it. But guess what? Here's what we know, that young people in that room, when we read off those masks, you could see the room go into a silence, even in the stirring of their emotions, because they think somebody's going to know it's them. But guess what? We're all going through stuff. We're all carrying stuff. And we got to find a way to make sure that we are talking about it in a healthy way. There's a lot of hate in our world, in our country. And even that feeling of what you're feeling around the things that you think you hate, there's a reason to it too. Maybe it's been fed by some 
people out there in the world, some politicians, some newscasters who are telling you you should believe this thing and what you're being, um, you're being disenfranchised, you're being downtrodden. And sometimes we're not having any place to talk about it. So we're bottling it up and people are watching this stuff in their phones and they're watching it on the computers and they're trying to like figure out how to navigate all those emotions. And guess what? They don't talk about it. They don't process it with anybody who's given them any way of thinking about it in a different way. And it's coming out. It's spilling out. They're walking around like landmines and no one even knows when they've stepped on it. It wasn't even somebody who stepped on it there. It was somebody who stepped on it over there and now it's getting taken out over there. How often are people just going off and living their life, going to get groceries, going to school and find themselves in the middle of a whirlwind of somebody else's emotions who they have not dealt with it in a healthy way. We cannot wait any longer. And so as much as you know that we talk about this podcast about men coming together, here's what I know about our work in Ever Forward. If you know a teacher, if you know an administrator, I'm going to invite you and ask you to connect us with them. The taking off the mask experience, the taking off the mask workshop, gives young people a space to take some of that steam off that's building up. Do you know steam can move a train? The pressure of steam, water, at its boiling point where steam is created, like it can move thousands of pounds of a train, like... And what would that pressure do to us when we're not dealing with it inside where it's storing up, waiting for a moment of release? And so I hope that today's episode, um, as you think about your own internal engineering, as you think about what are the parts of myself that need some work, that needs some strategizing, that needs some attention, that needs to be dealt with, that can no longer be ignored, I hope that this episode will begin giving you some of the seeds to begin making that change. And if you have young people in your life, young, young, however the young people identify, but primarily what we're seeing in our, in our country right now, young men who are emotionally fragile, fragile because they've been told so long, be tough, suck it up. Don't deal with it. Don't show no feelings. Don't show no emotions. And guess what? When those emotions are spilling out, Sometimes we can see them slowly, and sometimes we don't even know what's coming. And so I hope, sorry for this longer intro to this podcast today, but here's what I'm hoping more than ever will happen. I hope you realize that whatever you're carrying, that you're not alone. And that when a young person tells you that I'm doing fine, I'm cool, I'm okay, that may be the truth. And it may be a word that they've used to cover up all the things they don't have time or energy to talk about or they don't think that you have time or energy to hear that's what they say when i go to these schools that's what they say oh they're not really asking oh they don't really mean it they don't have time to hear my problems i don't want to spill my problems all on them i don't want them to worry about me and maybe you do the same thing so if you haven't yet written a review for this podcast i'm gonna invite you to do that I'm going to invite you to share this episode with somebody who you feel can benefit from it. I'm going to invite you to do something right now. 
that is going to absolutely transform and change how you show up tomorrow. Do something right now that's going to change how young people in your community are showing up. Because maybe in your home, everything is nice and calm and loving and caring. But maybe it's not happening like that everywhere. And you can do something about it. You can support this movement. You can make a mask. You may think it's too simple, like, to write one picture, draw a picture and write six words. You may think it's too simple to help change the world. But guess what? (laughs) Sometimes the smallest things are the things that can make the biggest difference. But what if it could? What if that one picture and six words, the front of the mask, what I let people see, the back of the mask, the things I don't let people see, and this picture that I drew could absolutely inspire someone else to realize that they are not alone. You can do something about this today. So thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, we look forward to you being a part of this movement. And in, what we got to do in this summer is connect with teachers and educators and community workers. And we need your help. So share it, share it with them. Share this episode. Share this intro with them. Tell them, hey, go check out what these this, this guy, these their work they're doing in schools to help our students. Because if you don't worry about this walking into your office, That's a good thing, but guess what? Kids are walking into buildings every day hoping that somebody in that building is not going to be overloaded in that day and it's not going to get taken out on them. That's what I'm asking you to do. Be a part of the solution. I'm going to stop there. I wish you all the best. So excited for you to hear from uh, Samuel Trejo Aburto. Uh, from Puebla, Mexico, a place that I have a, a big heart for. My godson lives, you know, in well, lives in Mexico City, but near there. And I hope that you will be inspired to do something and do some internal engineering for your own self, for the wellness of yourself and for the community around us. Take care, folks. We look forward to seeing you soon. That was so loud. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we don't know if we're going to get more of that, but that was a wild thunder roar that I just heard. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we are. Yes, I can hear okay. you. It, it was a great signal here for starting the conversation. Hey, it was like, get busy. Like, why are you waiting time? And we waste no time. Um Samuel Trejo Aburto, thank you for being here. It's good to see you. I'm so glad to be here with you, Ashanti. It's a pleasure to me. Well, you know, I want our guests to introduce themselves, and I would love you to tell folks what you want them to know about you. Take a minute or so and tell them who you are and what things are important to you, yeah? Well, my name is, like you said, well said, Samuel Trejo Aburto. I'm from Mexico. I'm from almost the middle of the Mexico countryside. Uh, we are in the four city, the largest four city in uh, Mexico. Uh, the name is Puebla. We are near to that sacred place that is Cholula. Cholula had a big pyramid, as big or more bigger than the Giza pyramid. So imagine it is a massive pyramid over there. And that's why the pre-Columbian cultures here in Mexico make a sacred city over there, Cholula. 
And we are near about that. We are in the valley of Cholula. And this year in the Capricornio, uh, well, the Capricornio, the part of the, of the world that is so important for that cultures, people from all over the ancient pre-Columbian people came to here for the study in the Kalmykak. So it's not uh, like a, by a hazard that we are just talking about consciousness, we are talking about helping, we are talking about passion. I'm a seeker for unification. Jacobo Greenberg, a great scientist here, talk about the unification. A unification is that, what that's we are doing here. We are trying to connect, we are trying to make uh, love. Love is the force that connects us, unifies us, it's the gravity. So I'm so glad to introduce a little bit of myself that I'm just uh, looking around and searching uh, new techniques for make unification, new engineering. The Hindu school, the ancient Hindu school said that are uh, internal engineering like yoga, meditation, like uh, try to be in the healthier move, movement of the food, uh, in a more local bike riding. Well, all of all about that unification is. I'm just I'm just really really happy to do it. I was saying that is as exciting, and I'm really excited that. In this conversation, you actually brought up the unification, and I'm also glad you brought up the pyramids um, because I am a huge fan. I have not been to the pyramids yet in Cholula, but I think that my next trip, I'm going to have to come there. And uh, and we're going to, and that's exciting. What is the name of the pyramid in Cholula? What is the name of it? Well, they have a Nahuatl that is ancient uh, language of the Aztecs, but it's the pyramid of Cholula. You could find mm -hmm. it here, and if you are near Puebla, you could say any any driver, any taxi driver, to just lead you to the pyramid of Cholula. Okay. Well, we're gonna do it. That's what we're gonna do. Um, that's talking about the air. Oh, we heard it. We. You know, um, thunder. Actually, I have a, I have a, a automatic reaction every time I see lightning or thunder. I jump. Like if, if I see it, I jump. You know, and I have an old story. I'm gonna probably tell in the intro about it because it was a, a wild story of me nice. being with my uncle at my uncle's house and him trying to make me a tough man by telling me I, I wasn't scared, and I was so scared. I was like, "What's going on?" I, I live. I'm from California. We don't have thunderstorms. You know what I mean? I go to Arkansas. It's lightning and thunder. They got the windows open. I was, what was, what's, what's wrong with you people? Why are the windows open? And there's lightning right out here, you know? And because um, they, 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 well, they'll, they'll bust the windows, you know, with the wind and all that. So anyway, I'll, I'll tell that story later. But I'm excited for us to jump in to this mask and this deeper unification between you and I, you know? So you get to decide who goes first as a guest. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yes, I'm going to take the thorn and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first if you let oh. me. Hey, you, you're the guest, brother. You get to choose. 
Well, we are going to, I'm going to show my mask. Okay. And I don't know if you could see my mask here. Wow. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay. And well, the first time I just saw your program, I said, this is perfect for talking about one engineering tool. That is the Enneagram. I don't know if you heard before that word, that sound. Well, the Enneagram is a powerful tool. Imagine, they have 30 centuries. There are, uh, it is like in the Caldea Baja Babilonica in Babylon. Yeah. They were uh, made that kind of, the, the circle, it is yeah. the universe. Okay. Everything is outside in, and you have the inner person, the circle. It is also the triangle because we have three almost, the Son, the Father and the Holy Spirit or the triad. It is a triad. And then we have nine persons or nine type of person. It is the basic person. I'm just mm -hmm. going to tell you just about mine. And at the beginning, well, I didn't know that tool just exists. But 10 years ago, when I met my master, uh, he told me about it. And I didn't believe him because I said, no, it is something. It is a tool that just put you a label and tell you what you are doing and what you are doing and how you manage. And, and then with the time, I'm just read about that. And right now, in the MIT, in the Berkeley University, they were studying that in the 80s with Claudio Naranjo, for example. And, well, I'm going to show you the... Ah, well, let me, let me just put it for your guests or for your audience. I'm going to tell you the principles. Okay. In my case, I'm going to tell you my case. My case is the guy that is always positive. It is always looking for fun. It is always for look, the, the ludic part of the life, the song. Just don't, I don't want to know in the past, of course. I don't want to know anything about the dark side. I don't want to know anything about, uh, you know, like get mature and just, just grow up. Uh, um, it's just, just play and just fun and just party and just you know yeah and then when i get frustrated i go to another point look there is another line when you get stressed in this in this line you are maybe I, in my case i were typified like number seven i the enthusiast and then okay. when you get stressed you get a perfectionist for example when i have tests when i have exams I want to get a perfection. I want to pass mm. it. I want to do it. But you are on stress. So, mm. and the other part, when you are okay, when you are well, when you feel fine, uh, something important I have to say when we talk about the Enneagram. The Enneagram is not a fixed number. The Enneagram is moving all the time. And the Enneagram makes that question. For example, I would love to start with your audience if they heard that question, what is the first thing you do when a earthquake starts now? Well, 
most of the people are going to look for three reactions or they think or they move or they feel so it depends the present moment what you have to do of course if it is an airquake what do we have to do ashanti first take a breath okay first take a breath uh I think I would first have to like just check in with myself. Like where what am I what am I feeling? Like what I would do, I would be like oh, okay. And I would try and just figure out like where do I need to like slow down? Cause I feel like I'll be trying to rush too fast. Like trying to do everything at once. I'm like, okay, just what do I need to focus on now? Trying to get focused. I think I get focused, hyper focused. So what you do is uh, really interesting because You feel first. You said, how I feel. Then, I don't know, you you think, hyper-focus, and then you have to move. In the airquake, the first thing you have to do, it is move yourself. And then, <laughs> if you are just moving yourself, you have to go like the feeling. If it is a child over there, if it's, a, if it's an elder person over there, you have to go with them. And grab that, and then you have to think for see where is the nearest door possible, what is the nearest outside outdoor. Mm. But that happens when we are in stress. For example, there are person like me, there the, the first thing they do, oh, it is thinking, oh, there's this earthquake. Oh, what is what what is the door over there? Or the window over there, or it is thinking. Then <laughs> I just react like moving. Oh, I oh, I, I have to move myself. And then at the last, it is feeling. But there are other persons, they just don't think, don't feel. They move as quickly as, as like that. They just react. Like, wait, 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 man. No, I have to react. They react, then they could think or they could feel. But the important thing he, here is if you could manage, if you know yourself and see what are the reactions, you are going to be able to see what number you could be, in what group you could be. For example, the group it is up in the circle, there are, there are the group of the movement. The group it is here, it is seven, six, and five, there are the thinkers. And then you have the four, three, and two, there are the uh, feelings uh, uh, center. Well, after that, after you know yourself and you are working with yourself and you make you can make a test of Enneagram in the web and they're going to tell you what what any type you are in this present moment. But you have to work, for example, in my case, I could I have to work 10 years in a row every day from 24 hours, seven, seven days of the week, 360. For right now, I could tell you, I'm react like this, I'm react like this. So I'm enthusiastic, but when I relax and I feel well and I feel, I go deep. I don't yeah. generalize. Yeah. I go deep and I think. I'm the thinker. And then when I just get stronger, I lead. I'm the leader. And when you go with the leader and don't go and break and and destroyed like a leader or, or, or a big chief could do it. You yeah. go with people. You just take the heart, you know? Yeah. And when, 
Well, there are the three things. You have the enthusiastic, the positive life, the, the, the mask you show. In my case, my Enneatype, just show outside the positive, the fun, the, the loyal, because we, I have a big six win. So I'm a loyal, I'm a secure, I like a people that are uh, feel safe, yeah. you know, all the time. But also, if I'm just competing, I don't know, for example, I play football, I play uh, basketball, I play in the past. And mm -hmm. I didn't know why I get so much competition. I were so compete with other persons. So um, mm -hmm. in my 20s, I have a big body, yeah. you know, like ego, like ego mm -hmm. just like go like that. In the 20s mm -hmm. is the worst, well, the master says it's the worst time for trying to get human growth. At least, or maybe when you suffer too much at that age or when you are younger. Then when they have the 30s and the 40s, you have material for working yourself. And then when you get older, you said, oh, the important thing are the things that are inside. If you are lucky enough, if you are lucky enough, for example, in my case, in my 20s, in my 20s, 30s, right now I'm 40, I just uh, get a master that he just have 10 years more than me, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah. That's so important. If you have any person that is the, the, the love of 30, the, yes, you have to get friends for 10 older than you. You have friends or at least one friend that is the same age of you, and you have to get friends that are 10 years younger than you. Mm. In that way, you could pass all the knowledge. Yeah. That is something I'm just doing right now because uh, you you guys, maybe you are more younger, uh, like uh, 20, 20, but because I could see the range, the range of, uh, the rank of the ages, and I could think it is like, for 18, 20s, and then mm -hmm. just get 30s. But it is great because if I, somebody just talked to me like that when I were in my primary school, that could be, you know, like mind blowing. That's why we are doing this. We are trying unify. And with that, we are unificate ourselves. It is the first thing. We have to work in ourselves for work together with people. Yeah. Then you are each your third. <clears throat> oh we. Okay. Oh we. That was that was powerful, man. I you know I uh, let me just stop there. I'm I'm, I'm trying to rush. I'm trying to rush. I, I really enjoy the Enneagram. When I first did the test for Enneagram, I was like, what the heck is going on here? What is this? I was like looking around, like, huh, how did Hmm. Well, they tricked me or something. You know, I, I couldn't tell. I didn't have no idea how it worked, but also it was very powerful because it was really clear. I think at that time I was, I don't know where my two numbers were, but I, I kind of think where they, I think I have an idea where they were. Um, I think seven and nine or something like that. But mm -hmm. now they've changed. They've changed. It, it changed a little bit from when I took it the first time to now because there's a lot of a lot of evolution happening, right? Which I think is, I, I appreciate you saying it's not fixed, right? It's not a fixed thing that happens. It it evolves, it grows. You grow. 
hopefully you're growing. Hopefully, you know, that you are changing in my, and, and becoming more of what you could be, right? Or, uh, but anyway, that, that's one thing that stood out to me. And so I'm going to show the front of mine. Uh, I don't know what I draw today, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just... <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay. So here, here's the image I drew. Uh, and I was thinking, uh, I'll come back to the image in a second, but uh, that's the image I drew. And these are the words I wrote funny, dedicated and caring. And I think when I think about this image, what I was thinking about is, um, on one of my recent podcasts, someone talked about having this interceptor that anytime we wanted to like show up a certain way, this interceptor like, uh, grabbed the thought and then did something with it, right? Like if we were really feeling sad or if we were really feeling worried, the like this interceptor, and maybe this has to be almost like a thing that's happening ab- above the brain, right? The interceptor says, wow. "Nope, we don't want to. We don't want to feel that." You know, like if I if I if I thought about the brain being up here and this interceptor sending a message down to my mouth where I actually say something, it's almost like it's almost like <laughs> it's like. Like that, that's a cloud, right? Like the, the thunder cloud, right? But this this energy comes from here. The energy sends a message, and I think sometimes in my mind I have this blocker, right, where it says, "No, we, we that that's that's gonna make you seem too sensitive. That's gonna make you seem too whatever." So it it blocks what I really mm-hmm. want to think mm-hmm. and feel. It and it and it makes and it it in, instructs me. It causes me. It makes me. It allows me to be like, ah, I don't feel that. Uh, I feel so on top of this, right? But I think deep down, the, the feeling that you're feeling is in there. So I, I, don't know, I don't know what I was drawing, but funny, dedicated, caring. Um, you know, I think sometimes I just, I, I enjoy laughing. I enjoy fun. I enjoy being funny. I enjoy sometimes, uh, I definitely like laughing. Uh, I got to laugh by myself if I have to. Um, but sometimes the dedicated mind gets so power, gets so like in there where it's like, you ain't got time for laughing. You got no time for playing. You don't have time for that. You need to be focused on working. Right. And I got, and what I'm having to try and do what I've been doing over the course of these conversations is making space to be exactly what I need to be. And bringing that and bringing that forward, as opposed to like always having to like, always telling myself, "Oh no, you don't have time to go and walk on the beach. You should be working, right?" Like, "Oh no, don't have like." And I think like having to like make time for all the parts of myself: time to work hard, time to enjoy, time to focus, time to strategize, time to just be, time to just sit and breathe. And those are all parts of work. Those are not, you may not consider them work as a form that I'm working on this task, but it's work for my soul. It's, well, you called it something earlier. You called it, it's the, it's the, it's the internal energy that we need to be working on, right? Oh, no, internal engineering, you called it. Internal engineering, right? I love that because as an engineer, my, my studies were in engineering. I know how to. Oh yeah, what what engineering? Electronics, bioelectronics. Okay, 
I was a uh, civil engineering. Nice, like my father. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yes. Like structures, they don't move, solid, like dedicated. And that, I heard it. I heard it. That is a part where you're like, okay, I, what if I do some internal engineering? I think that's a beautiful term that I, I want to begin using this summer with some of our young men. Uh, we have a academy this summer called the Social Emotional Leadership Academy. And I think that what are you going to work on this summer? You're going to work on some internal engineering. How do you... Because here in, in Mexico, I don't, I don't know, uh, because getting in another country, it is like different. It is a different yeah. culture. Even though we are neighbors, yeah. here in Mexico... They give you, I don't know if in USA, but here in Mexico, they give you, until the university, they give you tools, external tools, codification, uh, power, control, automatization, but they never, they never give you internal tools. Like, how do you express your emotion? How do you meditate? How make yoga? How uh, eat well? Forget a stronger and healthy body. We here in Mexico, we build ourselves with carbohydrates, with sugar, mm. with, with no vital and living things in our body. So that's why we decide to have an equilibrium here in the Institute, put internal things for people who need it. Mostly, most mm. of the time is people that is looking for something different because when you tell me, we are going to see the other side of the mask. Mm. Well, it's your turn because you're the you're you're the guest, so you you get to go first. And something it is really interesting is it's about your your picture. It is something <laughs> that just put it because the person that are too into the heart, they are need to go because it is something unconscious. They need to mm. maybe is a part that. You need to think. You need to open your open your mind. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm open the mind and just blow. Go the the, the sixth chakra, and mm. they came to your brain. So go more brain in the in your brain. In your case, you don't have to go to your feelings. In your case, maybe because you move a lot, so it is not maybe your case. Maybe your case could be just think a lot. In my case, it's the opposite. It's just get more in the feeling. More, uh, more in the in, in in the body, more in the in, in the meditative and how to feel the present moment, and less in the brain. And Ooh. with that, the other side of the of the sheet, of the other side of the mask, of those mm. three points. Um, yeah. When you are an, a positive guy, you are the funny guy, you are the enthusiastic guy that are looking always for the ludic part of the life. You miss the other part of the life. It is the heart of the life. It is to avoid the pain. I always want to avoid the pain as quickly as possible. But get what? Get what? You have the half of your life trying to get away, run away, just disappear that, blocking your eyes. So that is a negative side of that. Wow. And when you try to work on that, you are not saying, no, I'm not going to run away. I'm going to stay in my body. I'm going to 
be with that person I don't want to be or make that work I don't want to make, but mm. I'm going to grow consciously. Because when you, are, you don't do it with your conscious, you make it because you are forcing yourself, yeah. it is so contrary. Then the anger. When you are a perfectionist, you have anger in yourself. When mm. you are in stress, when, when a positive or enthusiastic just getting stressed, just they go to the anger because they don't get what they want to be happy, be in the great mood, be in the party, playing around, making games. So they get in anger. So why I have to be here? Why do I have to do that homework? Why I have to do those kind of things? So you get anger inside of you. Mm. And the other side, when you're a thinker, and when you think there is not enough, when you think you have to just go and search for knowledge and knowledge and knowledge, is because you feel empty. And then mm. when you're a thinker, when you are in that area, when you're a thinker, imagine what is the, the what you need. You need to fill you because you are empty. You need to fill you with knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge and more think and more, you know? Yeah. But if you are if you're making your work conscious, this emptiness could be in the deep. You could go dive into the deep. One thing, not so many, like in my case, I wear cycling, I wear making exercise, I wear doing uh, English, German, French. No, because mm. you are in this, you are making the surface. So many things, mm. but in the surface. What you have to do, if, if it is the case, you are, you reflect yourself. Like me, you try to meditate, you try to calm yourself. And then go deep one thing at the time. One thing at a time. And yeah. the first thing I do, it was from the unconscious, but my body needs that. When yeah. I were like 20, 28, 20, 27, I, I get to a Buddhist meditation, a Tibetan Buddhist meditation okay. from Jonke Mingyu Rinpoche. And okay. you know, I have to tell you the first 30 seconds of my first meditation, it were like mm. hell. Mm. I feel like I were, they were burned myself out just 30 seconds imagine how was my mind after 12 years in a row i could meditate 30 minutes i'm going slowly oh man i am uh i i you've helped me figure out the word that i was looking for i didn't know at the moment but i know the word now Thank you. First of all, thank you for sharing the back of the mask. Thank you for that. And thank you. And I, res I resonate. I resonate. And you're going to see it right now resonating here. So this worry, fear, and burnout. That's it. Worry, fear. And I think the one I'm going to talk about right now is probably, <sighs> I think I'm going to talk about I mean, the fear is is real. Fear of a lot of things. I think, like, I I listened to a a, um, a podcast uh, by Sean Croxton called the Mindset Coach, and he talks about this idea that if we're not careful how our minds operate, if we understand what fear is doing, um, fear, our brains, our uh, 
our he calls our our boss brain <laughs> is like trying to protect us. It wants to keep us alive. And so with fear, because it's like, hey, this may need to save our lives, even though our goals and our dreams and our passions are right at the front of the line. Come on in, goals. Come on in, dreams. Come on in, passion. But at the back of the line, it sees fear back there. And it's like, oh, wait, hold, hold up, hold up, dreams, passion, goals. I see I see somebody who I need to take care of because my job is to protect our lives. And the fear that I'm often experiencing is sometimes a fear of success. What happens if this really works? Will I ever get to just lay on the floor and just be like, I don't want to do anything? Do I ever get to do that again? <laughs> like, like I don't know. Sometimes I wonder like of the of the of what am I actually asking for to build up a, a, a huge organization with with dozens and hundreds of people like I want to help more people. So that is a that needs to happen. But the amount of work that leadership takes, leadership takes work. And I'm not against working hard. I just am conscious that I, I need to be make sure we be mindful of, of of knowing that there's a sacrifice to doing that. The sacrifice of being the leader, right? You're not going to be liked by everybody. There's a, you, you're going to have to make some people mad. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they don't get mad because you're doing it for the sake of the work and for but People are going to get mad because the decisions you have to make are sometimes not popular. And so when I think about fear, I think about how my brain sets up a place in the front. The amygdala is like waiting for the, trying to make sure I protect myself, right? And I think I've been learning more about that. And I think uh, the burnout sometimes happens because of the fear. I'm afraid of failing. So I'm working so hard. I'm up late at night trying to like send that last message I think like last night I may have, I fall. I think I, I sat, I, I, pl- I laid down to plug the phone in, and then I was like trying to send one last message. And then I woke up like in the same position I was laying across the, like, and I'm like, I didn't even go to bed. I just lay. I just stopped. Yes. And my, I think the the energy is like we got a lot to do. We got things to do, you know. So I think those are the things that I think are connected. And uh, I wrote burnout actually when you when I heard you say the word burnout because I didn't have the right word for it but that's somehow sometimes i feel that so now i feel like am i burning out i mean we're at the end of a really busy and tough school year you know um i've done so many workshops this year you know and and now as we're building an organization that is going to have other people go out and do workshops i can see the light at the end of the tunnel right now i'm still in it you know i'm still i'm still in the tunnel sometimes you know and so uh yeah that's that's the back right there totally the fear is a big and a huge um i have to say a huge topic here on those three also the fear is uh the panic the fear of uh like you said like success is at the end is the fear of being dead is the fear of the dead at the end so it is because We love too much, we love too much uh, our life that we overdo things or mm. overthink things or they are the other person they are just imagining. They are all in their head, just mm. wondering. And there are other people, they are just between 
the, I, I, I'm not going to do it because it's going to be difficult, because it's a fear, because I'm going to be dead. Mm. I'm going to, you, you know, it is like the primary, the primary feeling behind the fear, behind all that. And mm. it is so amazing. It's so, so, so interesting. I guess one question, I mean, and, and, I'm, and I'm really glad you drew it like that. I think this is the, probably the one of the few times, that, I mean, I'm trying to think of how many times I've drawn a, a circular kind of face. Most of the times I draw like uh, like rectangles or some triangles or something like that. So I'm actually thinking about this again. Um, as you think about how the Enneagram has showed up in your life and how you have incorporated those understandings, knowing that you are a work in progress knowing that you are constantly evolving, how have you begun to take the place that you are now and find just comfort in this is where I am now? Or, or, do, you, or, or do you find yourself constantly looking around the circle for where you think you should be? Well, the, the first thing the, the master says, we, are, we have a base, and the base is going to go with us all our lives. For example, it is moving because in different situations we have different scenarios, but mm -hmm. we just burn and it's a pent in, like Jacobo Grimper said, it's hyper complex. So, because every individual person, they are and they have different variables. So nobody is going to work on you. Nobody is going to come and help you to grab you and work with that. Mm -hmm. You have to be, for example, in my case, I were first at the beginning, just starting with the meditation. Mm -hmm. Then just came the Enneagram and I opened to the Enneagram. At the first, I was, I was resistant and then I'm just open it. Then I'm just uh, the bio decodification. Then just go the uh, yoga. They just call the trophology. They just call another science. They just came the meditation, the, the unification meditations, auto elusive. And mm. the first thing was with the Enneagram, if we want to put one dot in on that is, first is look, look out. You don't try to work on transformation yourself. For example, in my case, I were like two, three years just looking. Okay, it could be the Enneagram, but it is that. I have to read that. I'm going to look, just look, and say, mm. and give up an opportunity. Okay, maybe could be an opportunity. At the first, you are going to label, you are going to start to label persons and things and objects. Everything, it is around the Enneagram, anything. Yeah. But then, just after a while, for example, in my time, in, in my place, by myself, just took a time, two years, two years, three years, then just accept that. Oh, mm. I'm that guy. I accept that right. guy. I'm, I have that gluttony because I'm so, I, I, on, those, on those times, I have now, but the period of time I'm just getting the gluttony with the food because you mm. are empty, right? You just have yeah. to fill it with some love. Some love right. is food. And I have a lot of gluten. And all the people around me tell me, oh, Sam, you eat too much. You mm. just have to slow down. 
and take that. I never took vegetables. I never took green drinks. I never took. <laughs> uh, so imagine that my work just work and overwork and. At the end, I accept that, oh, yes, I have the gluttony. And it's the gluttony, not just in the food. Because when, like the Japanese master says, when you do a, a tiny thing and you have that, mm. char- that characteristic, that character, yeah. you could extrapolate, you could put it in your whole personality. And in my case, it was gluttony for experience, gluttony for people, gluttony for parties. So mm. you accept that. Then after you have accepted that, and... After 10 years or nine, nine, eight years, I just start to try to transform that. Like also the Japanese culture said, when you want to change a habit, if you want to change it, you need 10 years for changing it. And in my case, little by little, you just take little by little, for example, working with your gluttony, in my case, was like at the... If I, in, in, a, in the meal, I take two soups, I'm gonna go with one and a half soup with conscious because I want to work myself. I don't want to eat too much, overeat. Mm. And, and then just don't try to force yourself. Don't try to go to your, uh, the name, the technical name is adaptative capacity. Because when mm. you go out your adaptive capacity, you feel without energy. We feel down. We, you feel depressed. You feel anger. But when you are little by little, you feel, oh, I feel okay with myself, with one, one plate of soup. And then right now, something that could be just um, without, I couldn't even imagine. It was like a fast in 10 years in a row, when somebody just tell me, you, uh, I'm making a fast. I say, what? You're, you're fasting? No way. Mm-hmm. You have to eat five times in a row. You have to eat. You have to have your proper dinner. You have to, you have, to have your proper meal. No, uh, no way. I, I never gonna going to make a fast. And you know what? After 10 years, 12 years, right now, I'm doing my 11, my 12 fast in a row. And for 21 hours, 22 hours. Wait, you are having, wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Okay, so you said a lot right there. You said a lot. You said a lot. Let me, let me try and catch up. So the first word I heard you say was adaptive capacity. The adaptive yeah. capacity. And, and then I, and I, and I, I'm okay there now that I contextualize that. Then you said right now you have gotten to a place where you have, you said 11 days? How many days no, have you been on a fast? 20, 21 hours, hours. 21 hours a day you fast. Yeah. Before so you basically, I couldn't... You, wait, I so couldn't, that means... Well, let me just make sure I, I want to explain to people, but I also want to understand myself. Before, like, that means, do I understand this right, that you, in a day, only eat three hours? No, you don't eat in... You don't eat or drink anything... In between 21 or 22 hours. So you could start at 6 6 p.m. in the afternoon, and then you are going to you are going to eat something at 11 or 12 or 1 p.m. to the other day to another day. Okay. <laughs> and, and it's going slowly. Yeah, I, I mean that, that's and you don't drink water either. No. The thing is, no, uh, it is a scientific, um, 
prove that when you are making that, your body is staying alert. Your, mo your body responds, attacking what? The sugar, attacking what? The tumor, attacking what? The, the another thing you have bad in your body because it's in alert, but have to be careful because my brother, the other day, they said, I tried to do fast. I know I feel so bad. I, I, I have a headache. I feel my, I couldn't, mm. I couldn't stand by. I feel like shaky. No, you have to go. Don't pass your capacity at that time. That means in my case, mm. I were able to be without food, for example, with three hours. So then what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it slowly. I'm going to try to do it with three hours and 10 minutes. Or if I feel bad, with, with one minute. 10 hours with one minute my, with my clock. And then if I pass and, and I feel well, if I, okay, I could do it. You could go with three hours and two minutes and so on. If you feel strong, oh, I'm going to try six hours. And then 12 hours. And then a day. You could stay, I think, uh, you have to search for that, depending uh, the race, the per depending uh, cer certain kind of, of measures of your body that you could stay like seven days or like, I heard the longer, the longest is like 20 days without mm. eating anything. And, and so I guess, this is actually interesting because I mean I I've had food issues a lot of my life. I didn't put them on here. Like food and me, we have an unhealthy relationship, uh, and definitely mostly sweets and mostly uh, sugary like things. You know, like pan, like pan de Mexico, como ideal. Look, like, you know, like, like with Swedish, like the biodecodification, biodecodage, I don't know if it is in your case, but for example, in my case, where like in the, with the Swedish things, if you have problems with Swedish things, it's about the joy, it's about the happiness of life. Because yeah. you need happiness in your, in, for example, in my case, where, oh, I feel so good with that chocolate. I, I feel happy. I feel, you know, it is the happy of the life because. Maybe we don't have too much happy in our environment because we are working a lot. We're just running around. We're and the bread, the el pan, de, el pan uh, sweet sweet bread, el pan dulce. What we mm -hmm. said here, it is related with the father in biodecodification. There are certain things that uh, they are related with something in our unconscious that we don't know. But for example, in the case of my father. He loves sweet, el pan dulce here, the sweet, sweet bread here. He loves sweet bread. Why? He didn't have her father. So when he eat bread, he think, well, the unconscious is saying you are approaching to your father. Your father didn't stay with you in your, when you were a kid. But guess what? You have an unconscious over there. And when I told her, and he may he yeah made conscious about that he said wow he just said no way yes it is it is my father i tried to just get in my my father inside of me to to place him like Eric from says because you need to win the respect and the love of your father 
your mother, you, you win already when you're born, you, you have already her love. But the father is different. The father, you have to win the love, or, or the, the appreciation of him. And in, in biodecodification, the bread, it is the father. The milk, it is the mother. The sun, it is the, it is the father. The earth, it is the mother. It's so interesting. Mm. Biocodification is what you said. Yes. Bio I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some of that. I don't I don't know much about that. I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some homework on that that topic. I uh, I think as we as we get ready to wrap it up here, I think one of, one of the things I was wondering is how. So so you made these changes in your life. Yes, you you decided that I'm going to begin being more conscious. I'm gonna begin. Like, what was it that was the moment, or what was the thing that? Put you on the path because I think here, here's what I've often tried to do in these conversations is that you know like we have a lot of knowledge right and I think people when they hear us talk about all this knowledge stuff it can easily just go over their heads because we're talking about our heart and if we get if we if we go into our heads churning churning out more information and knowledge and knowledge and yet we don't come back and get to the feeling because something had to have shifted in how you thought before to how you thought now. And usually it could be a new, it could be, it could be an education, but sometimes a, a feeling is what kicks us into action. I, 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 this happened. I felt this, I thought about this and it could be just more and more education. But I think, I guess I'm trying to help people in out there who are maybe finding themselves with, uh, trapped by food who find themselves uh, trapped by the other ways of thinking and how how did you make a shift well some some teachers said that are said when you you just get full feel out of and no nothing could be like saturation saturation here in in, in spanish but other teacher says in, that was my case. For example, I were four years ago. I were I have a problems, healthy problems, of course, about related with the the weight of thinking related with because when you get older, that's why the all the school says you are not prepared when you are younger or when you have a less less age. At least you just hurt a lot and in the cases when the, the time just go you just lose or your health or your financial economic or your relationship with your family or your uh, yeah your environment you don't you can adapt to your environment so in my case where all that pillar just go down First, it was the, the financial mode because I were in an organization that it was ONG, so I just give, give, give uh, during 10 years. Then yeah. I just get crumbling my relations with my family. They say, oh, you have to earn money. You have to do that. You have to do that. You have a lot of capacity for making it where well, you are not doing it. They support me a lot during those 10 years. And then... Uh, of course, the, the love, the relationship, the love with yourself. Just you, you are, you are receiving wrong messages. So you are telling to yourself you need to change. Something is telling you, and then 
of course, it is the healthy. The, the last one, just in my case, just crumbling, it was the healthy because I were overeating. I were, I, I, we said here tacos, tamales, tortillas, the vitamin T. Tacos, tamales, tortillas, it is fruit, it is grass, it is sugar, it is carbohydrate. I, I, because I need to work a lot because we, we were in an ONG. So I have to work and work. So that's why I have sugar. That's why I just eat five times in a row. That, that's why I have a lot of carbs in my diet. Of course, I need to be. But then when just all that, because you could eat a lot, but if you don't just have that issues, because could be in the life is your father or your mother or your, the closest one dies or you get cancer or like me, you get uh, illness or you get problems in your health or uh, you just lost your job. It is, that's why, because you get in the 30s, in the 40s, the people just uh, happen those things or you have an accident or the thing is don't wait until that happens, until that situation happens to you. If you want to think about it and you want to work, don't wait until the life just move away to you. It is when we talk about the schools, like working on that, the master says, if you are, uh, because all is cycles, all about it, there are cycles. It is like more like this. So, Try to look and try, try to go out your comfort zone and look and try to work what you have to do. If you could start right now with this, you have a lot of the knowledge, all of the knowledge in the world you have it in your computer. You could look for Enneagram or you could look for another tool we have. I'm just studying in the practice, in myself, 35 engineering, 35 science. And well, the, those science are... One of those, Ayurveda, they're um, like family issues. If you have uh, transgenerational, transgenerational talk about, for example, when I work with my, my grandfather, like I'm the, the couple, the quantum couple of my grandfather. I didn't know I have to do some work with me because I have in my nose, in my fingers, in my ears, I have my grandfather. But guess what? My grandfather didn't stay with my father. So I came here because I need to work with, I work with myself. And then the beautiful things I could remember is working with my father, talking about his father. He never, he never wants to talk about that issue. But when I talk about that with him, he just get open and he, I could feel him something in her eyes. And he's mm. 80 years old now. Wow. So, it, there is, it is hyper, hyper complex. It is, and we, that's why we have to start now. We have to start with the kids. We have to start with the younger person in life. It is looking out your program. Thank you so much, Ashanti. Hmm. Man, thank you, Samuel. I, you know, and I'm hoping is that we're we we we're gonna have to have another talk. I think we're gonna have to. I think you know, as as we have these talks that are really about you and me coming to understanding our masks together. I think there may be space in these talks to eventually begin talking about how do we help people to navigate those masks? I mean, we, we don't do a lot of that here. I think in these conversations, it's really about us getting to know each other. And I think 
there is room for that. And I think I need to figure out what that combination of opportunity for us to take off our masks and to be able to help others maybe do the same. So uh, let's do this. Can you, first of all, thank you. Thank you for sharing your mask. Thank I'm, you. I'm looking forward to uh, people learning what they have not already known. or And I would love to, I'm going to have you take a picture of that for me and send it to me because I want to make sure that we get to show that because that's a really beautiful uh, yes. image that I'm, I'm excited to like dive into a little bit more. Um, but how do you, do you, what are you working on out there? What is there something you want people to follow you? Do you have a way that people, something you're creating out in the world? If you could share with that, and I'll put it in the show notes. But if you can tell, uh oh, uh oh, look at that. Look at, see, look at, look at this man right here. He comes prepared at English Speaker Community on Facebook, Puebla. You got it. At that, that's a great idea right there. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, part of the part of the journey, folks. Look, we we just had we took a dive today. We took a dive not only into our hearts, but even outside of ourselves and understanding how this all comes together. And I hope that something here today inspired you. And uh, we will have that connection to uh, some well in the show notes. If you want to make a mask, you can do that at million mask.org digitally anonymously um, you know Samuel and I shared our mask here publicly we invite you to share yours as well and we look forward to talking to you again Samuel thank you so much for being here today thank you so much from the bottom of my heart Ashanti it was a pleasure to meet you here in this amazing unification and connection I hope uh, I could give something to the to you and to your audience. Well, I got something. I got I got I got post-its all over. I got post-its all over the place. So we we gonna we gonna come back and talk about all these soon. So uh, thank you, folks, and thanks for being a part. And we'll Love see you, you soon. Love you too, brother. Muchas gracias por todo. Muchas gracias. Te quiero. Te quiero. Taking Off The Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing, videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. As we hit this one-year anniversary, we hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off The Mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon. <laughs>